The Money Spot, the show where we answer your money questions. I'm your host, Heather Katsonga Woodward, and in this episode, we continue with our series on Mark Katsonga Piri, my dad, and his life as an entrepreneur. In this fifth episode and final episode of the series, we're taken through the early years of Candlex, the booming business that was introduced in episode four, the previous one. It was his seventh business and still his most memorable, as it essentially made him. Although I never really understood this until I got to secondary school age and would often be introduced as the daughter of the owner of Candlex. And then people would be like, ah, okay. You know, like their face would all of a sudden be like, oh, I know. I used to find that weird. I really did. Uh, In this episode, I asked my dad how he came up with the name Candlex. And I also want to know why he didn't buy a Mercedes-Benz the moment he was cash rich. This is the modus operandi of the majority of guys I know that sniff the littlest bit of big cash. By the end of 1983, he had the funds to afford a Mercedes, but he kept his little Datsun 180B and he didn't get a flashy car until eight years of good business later in 1990. And it's funny that I'm recording this today because... I was uh, watching Becoming on Netflix last night. And as it turns out, the car that Michelle Obama and Barack Obama went on a date in, the one that had the hole in the, in the bottom, was a Datsun as well. Hmm. Okay. <clears throat> so <clears throat> having learned a hard lesson mm-hmm. by producing a product that was saturated with suppliers mm-hmm. and it was very difficult to compete in, mm-hmm. you decided to look... <laughs> for a product that you thought wouldn't be too, too competitive. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And you settled on the candle. But there must have been other things you thought about. What other things do you think about? I thought about a lot of things. Soap, mm-hmm. uh, matches, mm-hmm. what? So I went through, through a process. Mm-hmm. This I failed because uh, uh, it is, the market is highly competitive. Mm-hmm. So I have to find a product. Mm-hmm which has got simple technology, mm-hmm. good market, mm-hmm. cheaper machines, mm-hmm. but there must not be too many producers. Then we have to Now, after Fufu's messages, what are the machinery involved? Mm-hmm. What is the cost of those machines? It has got simple technology mm-hmm. and uh, it has no much competition because there was only one person mm-hmm. producing it. Oh, mm-hmm. Only one person producing it. Mm-hmm. So I said, this is the product that should go to produce. Mm-hmm. And uh, I did that. Mm-hmm. So I start now investigating in detail where I can get machinery for producing candles, mm-hmm. how about raw materials, mm-hmm. how many different types of raw materials are involved, etc, mm-hmm. etc. Et mm-hmm. So I discovered it's only two types of raw materials, mm-hmm. the wax and the wick in the middle. Mm-hmm. That's all. Mm-hmm. The machine is cheaper mm-hmm. because it was at 4,500 US dollars from Japan. Mm-hmm. I got connections from Germany, but uh, mm-hmm. the German machines were expensive. <laughs> So I said, no, I should start with a, a Japanese machine. Mm-hmm. So I imported a Japanese machine. 
can add it here and start to produce it as I explained. Mm. Mm. So how much were the machines from Japan relatively? So the Japan machine was 4,500. Mm -hmm. uh, the German machine was more expensive. 300,000. Ah, so that's the second one you got. Mm -hmm. So why did you pay? This is multiple, multiple times the amount. Mm -hmm. Why did you pay the amount for for the German I machine? I got a lot now. But could you produce many more candles? Yeah, bigger ones. And the one very robust. The one you had could only produce how many candles? I can't remember the number, but there were many, but small ones. I think this is where I made a mistake because I was looking at how many candles the machine could produce. Uh -huh. So I looked at this, uh -huh. they had different modes. Oh. Yeah? So I said, no, at least these are not as many as the German machine can produce, uh -huh. but they are a good number. Uh -huh. uh, a good economic number. Uh -huh. Not knowing that they are that small. Uh -huh. But then, in the end, it turned out to be a non-problem. Although it wasn't what people were used to. But since the market was, was dry, yeah. so people got used to it. What do you think would have happened if there were already the big ones? Do you think you That's could have why I said I've burned my finger seven times. Uh -huh. Because if there was competition, I couldn't have been able to sell those candles. Oh. Mm. So you... But that's why I say my businesses are God-given. Uh -huh. Because at times, I don't do that thorough research. Uh -huh. I find that uh, I face problems when I'm already into the business. Mm. But they're self-made solutions. Mm. The natural solutions come in. Mm. Mm. I think that's the case with a lot of problems. Mm. At the end of the day, a solution finds itself. Yeah. But people give up too quickly. Yeah. Uh -huh. People aren't good at sticking to something until they've found the solution. Mm. It has happened to me several times, but since I persist, mm. uh, perseverance pays me mm. uh, because the solution at the end mm. uh, works out itself. Yep. And if I know the problem is sorted out. So, this problem, which really gave me one or two sleepless nights, mm. uh, because I did not know the market situation at that particular time. Mm -hmm. When I went out to sell my candles, I discovered that. Everybody was looking for those for candles, mm. so they did not care mm. what candle. Yeah, just any candle. Uh, in fact, the market is so, was so dry that people were using ornamental candles mm. to, to use for lighting in the houses. And even the ornamental candles mm. got exhausted, though expensive. Right. So when these small candles came on the market, people said, wow. They were just grabbing them. Uh -huh. Okay, so you decided on the candle after looking at lots of different products. Yes. And you went to the company's house. I assume you wanted to incorporate the company. Yeah. Now, what was next? The next thing to do was uh, to have a business name. Mm -hmm. But before a business name, we are supposed to have a project concept, mm. project proposal. Mm. I had all the ideas, but I didn't know how to put a project proposal together. Mm. If my first project proposal is there, mm. next time you have a time, I'll give it to you. Mm. Uh, even my first set of accounts. Yeah. Oh, so you needed to write a project proposal for what? For a company's house registration? Uh -huh. Okay. Ah, not for registration. Yeah. The project proposal is to put bits and pieces of figures together to apply for a loan oh, and right. buy a big loan. Although okay. I used 
Oh, but this is for the Although second. I used the second machine, yeah. Although I used my own money to buy this machine, but I was saying I have to buy a bigger machine. Yeah. Which I could not buy using my meager resources. But now I'm. Uh, um, I've got I've got that ambition to directly be fully established in this business. So hang on so a minute. Uh, you had uh, this eighteen thousand quatches. The machine was gonna cost you less than half of this. Four thousand five hundred. But you wanted to use a loan to buy it. No, 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 no. I was processing a project proposal. Yeah. Which would allow the purchase. Oh, for something bigger because than after what you identify, ultimately After bought. identifying this, mm. I was targeting a bank. Mm. Lucky enough, this money came in. Mm. But by then, I would already made up my mind mm. to go into candles. Mm. Even before I sold my business, mm. I had already made up my mind. Okay. After failing, I said, now, nah, what business can I do? Okay. So I'm it was fortunate you that you had you the money. But before uh-huh. you're planning, whatever the case, whether you have the money or not, uh-huh. you present a proposal, proposal to a bank to, bank, yeah, to yeah. borrow money for the uh-huh. particular. Uh-huh. That's why I told this little boy. Mm. His son was at Kamuza Academy, I think. I don't know whether it was your time. So mm. I had this project proposal. Mm. So I had termed my company, Kando manufacturing mm. company. Mm. So this friend of mine said, no, 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 no. Mm. Why are you confining yourself to a candle? Mm-hmm. You're, not, you're, not produ- you're not only be producing candles. Mm-hmm. Some other products were coming. Mm. So it will be confusing. Mm. Why don't you think of another name? Mm. But by then I'd fallen so much in love with the name candle. That's number one. Number two, I did not believe I could have the capacity to start producing another product other than the candle. That's the way I looked at things myself. Mm. So he said, no, don't. Mm. But now, I had already fallen in love with the word candle. Mm-hmm. So I said, what should I do? Should I just drop candle? Mm. I said, no. So one night I slept, and I felt, why don't I just put an X at the end? Mm-hmm. So that it's not a candle, but it's candle X. Mm-hmm. So my word candle will still be there. Mm-hmm. But it will be camouflaged by? The X. Uh-huh. So, so that was your own self-created word. Uh-huh. Mm. So I went to my friend who hastily, hastily accepted to incorporate Candlex. To, 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 to do the project proposal mm. in the Candlex as Candlex Manufacturing Company. Mm. Yeah. So we went through, went through. Mm. Uh, and we started negotiating with the banks. Of course, at the time, we didn't have anything to support us. Mm-hmm not work mm-hmm. then this jackpot came through mm-hmm. I said wow I'll use this money mm-hmm. to now buy the okay, machine and then by the time you bought your seven machine second machine how much had you stacked up with savings a lot huh? I think I'd over 150 million 150,000 uh, but the machine was 300,000 but because you and had I did not even touch this 18 million I was just topping it up uh. So that's the time I went now to Old Mutual. Mm. Oh no, not Old Mutual. Sorry. To, 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 to in the in the in the fund mm. to represent my now to present in the fund was just starting mm. to present now my polished project mm. to buy that machine from Germany. Mm. Yeah, 
I was cash rich. Mm. Cash, cash rich. Mm-hmm. And then you bought the second machine mm-hmm. and started producing. Were you still, do you still have that band in place? What is that? The band that was in place uh, for currency. Oh, since that time, that's that's yeah, the same band we're talking band about. Is, yeah, yeah. That time it was just thirty. So now you bought the machine. No one else could have probably bought it of a Malawian. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, in fact, and I think up now nobody has been able to buy any meaningful candle making machine to date. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. Even Candlex itself. Candlex, I doubt if they have bought new ones. They bought some tiny machines from China. Uh-huh. Which uh, I looked at them and said, This is not a machine. Uh, this is a toy. Well, the machine I is not run by someone who is passionate about business, I don't think. Mm-hmm. That's a problem. He, he wouldn't manage to go do all this research mm-hmm. looking at just a candle machine. No. He probably looked at a few statistics on paper. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you bought your first candle machine after two years. When did you start moving into other products? Um, 1985, I think. Mm-hmm. 1985, I launched Four Polish. It used the same wax. And how did I went f- to my supply of wax in South Africa. Mm-hmm. And you know that using the same wax we are selling you. Polish. All you need to do is buy other small, small ingredients. Then like the dye, maybe? Yeah. Mm. The dyes, the mass fires, etc. etc. Mm. You can produce floor polish. Mm. Say, oh, mm. yes. So can you give me a no, give you the formulas. Mm. Or even give you names of suppliers. Some of the products will supply you ourselves. Mm. And um, some of the products you investigate. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you, you can go to people who we know will supply you the products. Mm. So I went into that investigation uh-huh. and I discovered all the people who supply me what is required of you know, floor polish. Mm. And I started producing floor polish. Mm. Mm. That and was the 85. Both white, both white and red floor polish? Yeah. At the same time you started both? Yeah. yeah. In different sizes? Of course I started, or just... I started, no, I started with a small tin. Mm. Then I who was making the tins for you? I introduced the one liter tin, mm. then the five liter tin. I was getting the teas from Zimbabwe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In 19... Uh, and the same South African guy referred you to the Zimbabwean uh, tin supplier or you just found him yourself? I found him, I found him myself. I already knew him. Oh, okay. There's a metal box in Zimbabwe who produce uh, tin, tins for packing all sorts of things. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. After that, in but, 19, uh, in now, now uh, before you actually even go on to that, most people in Malawi who make a lot of money, mm-hmm. the moment they just see more money than they've ever seen before, mm-hmm. want to buy themselves a nice Expensive car, cars, cetera, yeah. a nice car, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> any anything. They need, they, they have a, a need to show the world mm-hmm. that they're but doing I've, well. I've made it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm not like that. Uh, uh-huh. Either it's I in the wait clothes. Until when mature it's right either in the clothes they're wearing or something uh-huh. no especially mm-hmm. on cars everybody want to be seen yeah even, cars and houses even if uh, not even houses some of them but can be cars. renting uh, yeah and they still think they need a mercedes benz uh-huh. Uh-huh. yeah true i'm not like that so by this time when you actually had that one hundred and fifty thousand, mm-hmm. you could very well have bought a mercedes benz couldn't you yeah, yeah, yeah. 
mm. but I did. Mm. I was still using my uh, uh, one, a, one a to p. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I used it for some time. Mm. Yeah, for quite a long time. Up to when did I buy my next uh, car? Nineteen. My late eighties. It's when I went to South Africa mm. to buy a car, and I ended buying a pickup, which was very heavy on fuel. Forty, forty Cortina. Very, very heavy on fuel. I sold it, mm-hmm. went back to buy a pickup, mm-hmm. Nissan, mm-hmm. Uh, which was very good. I used it for some time. Mm-hmm. I went back. When bought, when was this? You bought this uh, Nissan. Anyway, I was buying these cars almost every year mm. because I bought my first Mercedes Benz. You sell them and buy a new one. Mm-hmm. Mm. In nineteen ninety. I bought my first. Yeah, I bought my first Mercedes Benz in nineteen ninety. By then, that what? Was after eight years of running a successful business. Uh, mm. And what products? When did you quit at Old Mutual? Because we haven't uh, gone to when you came out of Old Mutual. Uh-huh. When you started making the first candles in 1983, uh-huh. you were still at Old Mutual. Yeah. By the time six months had passed, were you still there? Uh, By the end of that yes, year? Yes, 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 I was still there. What had happened? So you'd made a hundred... Oh, by six months, I don't remember how much you said you'd made. 150,000? 150,000. Um, but you also said you had the same 150,000 two years later when you were buying your second machine. So it must have been more than 150,000 when you're buying the second machine. No, no, the second machine, I got a loan. I told you that. Uh, yes, but you said that's how much cash you had sitting in the bank. Yeah. You said the loan was 300,000 for that machine. Yeah. But in the bank, but you also had 150,000. 150,000 was the time when I was old, six months old mm. in, the, in the business. Now, say I started in the beginning of, okay, say first half of uh, 1983, mm. which means by the, by the end, Mm. I had this money in my bank account. Mm. But the second machine, mm. I imported it maybe towards the end of 84. Mm. Because we installed it in 1985. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How long did it take to come? Many months? No. no. Did it also come by air? Because no. your first one? No. It was too big? By sea, yeah. Too heavy, too big. Oh. Yeah, it came by sea. Mm. In a consolidation container. Mm. Okay. So now, uh, after Polish, what what came next? Mafrozola, petroleum jelly. Uh, and you use the same wax? Same. Oh, no, no, no. no. Uh. Totally different. Okay. Yeah, totally different. Well, what does go in there? Crude oil or something? No, that one is just a melting process. It's Uh. a complete product. Uh. All you do is pack it in bottles. So you buy it in drums, melt it, Uh pour it into small bottles. And you can add so, things like perfume or color? Yeah, perfume. Yes, at times color. Mm-hmm. And where did you get the raw materials for the body lotion? South Africa. Not body lotion. Mm. Petroleum jelly. For oh, the petroleum jelly, yeah. <laughs> South Africa. And later on in Zimbabwe. Later okay. on back to South Africa. Okay. Mm. So by the time you're buying the first Mercedes Benz, mm-hmm. um, 87 is when I launched. And so by 90, do you, were you still doing, you must have been doing more things by then. I just started uh, glycerin. What is that? 
had you started making glycerin because i think you made a glycerin product. yeah glycerin it was towards uh, the end of the eight days yeah my eight day nine or somewhere there was it the one after, after petroleum jelly no, one, yeah after petroleum jelly because the same suppliers of petroleum jelly mm -hmm. they also supply glycerin ingredient so I venture, right? no no it's another product which That's you just packed in bottles it's already finished oh yeah it's how um how difficult was it getting uh, the forex for these things? For manufacturers, Camus mm -hmm. was giving the priority. Mm. So whatever foreign exchange was there, yeah, he was giving manufacturers priority. So traders was... the second priority. Right. That's why I was lucky mm. that uh, I didn't face so much difficulties yeah. in in importing my raw materials. Oh, okay. Tell him we'll come. Yep, so what was the product after glycerin? So by now you've started candles, yeah, glycerin. then wax, uh, floor polish, sorry, then petroleum jelly, mm -hmm. then glycerin. Mm -hmm. What came after that? Well, uh, when did soap come? Soap must have come at some point, yeah? Yeah. Mm. Soap, I ventured into soap in the 80s, 90s. Ah, I think around 89 is when I I ventured into soap. Mm. Uh, and what other product did come in? Mm. Not a big product, but a small product. Mm. My hair cares. Hair care. Yeah. Uh, we, are, yeah. we are buying from through Uba, yeah. mm. We included that on our product range. Yep. I was negotiating, in fact, I had already accepted, only that I was not able to find, secure finance. Yeah. I was negotiating the manufacture of Nivea. Yeah. Nivea, you know, it's an international brand. Yeah? yeah, but you told me it wasn't registered here. Uh, oh, actually, that story was different. You're telling me they weren't registered in certain countries and they found people producing the same Nivea. Uh -huh. And I don't uh -huh. know how they solved that problem. But anyway. Yeah, so I was negotiating to be their agent in Malawi mm. to buy the technology. Mm. But their machines, a mm. complete set, a complete plant was very expensive. Oh. Very expensive. So I was not able to proceed with that project. Mm. But we now concentrate on the hair tools, mm. hair, hair chemicals. Mm. Yeah. So, after seven, eight years, mm -hmm. so by the time now you're buying your first nice status car, mm -hmm. how much revenue had you started making, had this company started making now? You know, per year? Yes. Then I'll just give you the financial statements. Okay. You'll see, you'll see my, my, my finances when I'm in. I just want to see the progression from 150,000. Uh, no, we started with 75. No, no. The after six months, you had um, collected together one hundred fifty thousand, mm -hmm. and I guess it was roughly gross revenues. Yeah, it was gross revenue. Uh, did you immediately increase your expenditure that you're earning more? Mm -mm. But obviously, you weren't probably confining yourself to five kwacha or the equivalent uh, of at that time. Yeah, I was. I was. No, no, no. I was having a very comfortable living mm -hmm. because by that time I was not married. Mm -hmm. I had responsibilities and produced children, one of them was you, mm -hmm. and uh, I 
had to take care of my, my family. Mm -hmm. So though I didn't have a straightforward salary, mm -hmm. I was drawing mm -hmm. very conservatively mm -hmm. uh, to make sure that my, 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 my family keeps afloat. Mm -hmm. uh, and life then was not expensive. Mm -hmm. I'll give you an example. Mm -hmm. We could go to Jusab in Limbi. That's where we used to buy our groceries with your mom. Mm -hmm. With 100 mm -hmm. budget. Mm -hmm. We are feeding two big cartons mm -hmm. groceries. Mm -hmm. But still the 100 budget was not finishing. Oh. Mm. You could spend about 85, mm. 90,000, mm. up 90 watch. Mm. But I was, we were feeling two full cartons of groceries. Mm. Bunga, sugar, jelly. This is 83? Yeah, 83, 84, 83, 84. Mm. Yeah. So by this time, if you had stayed in the policeman's job, mm. how much would you have been earning Ooh, per month? Very miserable. Uh. Less, than, less than what Mr. Wayland gets. But in that in that day's money, just so I have a rough idea, because uh -huh. you left there uh -huh. earning twenty four quarters or so. Yeah. By then, it was maybe almost ten years later. Mm -hmm. What would your salary have progressed to? Do you think it would be in the fifties, in the hundreds? Depending on how far out I would have gone in terms of promotions. Mm -hmm. If I started being the constable, mm -hmm. maybe I would have hit sixty. Assuming you'd gone whatever the natural progression was, so you'd gone beyond constable. Sergeant, mm. maybe 90. Mm. Mm. When you hit mm. uh, the saluting ranks, mm. which is inspector and above, mm. then you now start getting fairly good money. Mm. Maybe during those days, mm. you'll be looking at about 200, mm. 300 budget. Mm. Yeah, which I got anyway when I joined Liver Brothers. Uh, because of commissions and so forth? No. Liver Brothers, it was no commission, I was a manager. Oh, yes. So, sorry. 350 watch was my starting salary. Oh, oh. Yeah. Not 350 watch, yeah. Not 350,000, but 300 watch. Mm. Uh, 350 watch was my starting salary at Liver Brothers. And the difference between you working for the 50 watch job and the 300 watch job was uh, several diplomas. Yeah. Which, if you didn't have, you'd have been stuck to the police constable watch, yeah. job. Uh, no, I would be stuck maybe as a salesman. And, uh, oh yeah, you were the salesman uh, at I Southern Bottlers. Yeah, mm. So I would have been a salesman. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe what would have improved my status mm. is commission. Okay. Working harder, getting more commission. But then, yeah, we still actually, actually haven't even landed on when you left Old Mutual. Uh, Old Mutual, you know, the job died a natural death. Because I got busy with my business, mm. I had no time for the job, mm. and I formally resigned. Mm. Uh, that must be mm. uh, 83, 84, mm. somewhere there. Mm. In 1983, mm. when the business was at its peak, mm. I got a scholarship to go and study in Europe. Mm. I was pursuing a, a program called Prodec. So did you go? I went. How long was I it? Went, I went in January. This was related to the old mutual job? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it was what, a course that by, considered? By the way, uh, by the way, yeah. the business actually started not in 1983, but 1982. Okay. Because in 83, I produced my, fin my first financial statement. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 
Do you remember what month in 83 you produced your first financial statement? July. Okay. End of July. Fine. Um, now, um, fair enough. Um, continue, continuing on a candlex. Mm -hmm. um, we'll come to obstacles and challenges later. Mm -hmm. What happened at candlex? Talk about what went wrong in 1994-95 with exchange controls and going freely floating and having the equivalent quarter, but it being, uh, you know... That one is a big subject, so that is part and parcel of challenges. Okay. So we should put it aside so that in our next session, yeah, we talk about those issues. Okay, then, then we should progress to how you ended up in chickens. Because personally, is... I think I'm the one who ended you... Uh, up in chickens because we're keeping chickens at home. Uh -huh. I don't know how we ended up having chickens uh -huh. as a business. That is another mini subject. In our third session, uh -huh. we should talk about why I went to chickens. Okay, so are you tired now? I should think so. Okay, <laughs> maybe uh, when I've you've had some food. Yep, I need a car for that matter. So this episode was short and sweet. As you remember, we were in the car driving and this was probably a 10 hour day out to the village. So I actually had lots of little clips that I had recorded on my phone. You can hear the conos in, in the background, but it, it didn't bother me. I was fine with it. Some people will immediately just say he was just lucky to a certain degree. Yes, he was. And he says, says so himself by saying, I've always said my businesses are God-given because I don't know how the ideas come into my head. He also said, I have made some very big errors by not doing proper research, but a natural solution always came up. One thing that can't be missed, though, is that luck was generated by his own constant actions and hustle, which meant that when the opportunity hit, the dude was prepared to take advantage of it. In the first episode, you will note that my dad's friends were mostly playing when he was 11, but he was helping his mom with her kachasu business. It was a, a local spirit. Throughout his life story, I can personally tell you that two things were almost completely absent. Drinking and football. I tell you this just to let you know what sort of sacrifices he may have been making or where he was finding the time to be doing all this work. There was a brief period of less than a year when I was a teenager when my dad took up wine drinking. But in the end, he decided it wasn't for him. So he stopped and he's essentially teetotal. He does not drink any alcohol at all. So he always has his faculties about him. He would have a glass at home during that time. And he always allowed me and my sisters to have some too, which some people might find weird because I think we're only like somewhere between the ages of 13 and 15. And he had no problem with us having a sip of his wine. In fact, he would say, oh yeah, go get your glass, I'll pour you a little bit. In addition, my dad has never been a watcher of sports or films. He had a handful of VHS films when I was a kid. The one I recall mostly was The Good, The Bad, The Ugly. He liked those sort of country, country type films. Uh, he also liked country music. Kenny Rogers is, is still my own favorite. May his soul rest in peace. He recently died in 2020. As he said in his story, after work, he was always researching the next thing or working on a business. It took 20 years of practice from the age of 11 before he got his lucky break. 
but he wasn't working towards a lucky break. His ambition, um, he told me, not, not in this series, but he's told me that his ambition, his big ambition, was to have a wife, children, a good second-hand car, and to own a home. That was it. He didn't imagine that he was capable of much else. Thank you for listening. If you want to ask me a question, read my blogs, or support this show in any way, please type the moneyspot.co.uk into your address bar and you'll be redirected to my website. I also now have a few products for you on there. My property course is currently the best rated UK property course on Udemy for people who are starting out and you'll love my notes to debt freedom as well as the pamphlet on avoiding the motherhood poverty trap. Last but certainly not least, if you're enjoying listening to my podcast, I'll be very grateful for your five-star rating wherever you listen to podcasts. If I don't yet deserve your five-star, please let me know how I can earn it. Enjoy! Enjoy!